Hi, everyone. My name is Aura Ogorian. I'm with ACAP Advisors and Accountants. And thank you for joining us for another edition of the ACAP Recap, where we go behind the blog and answer some of the questions that we commonly get from our clients. And today, the topic is, what are stock splits? Why do companies do stock splits? And how does it affect my cost basis? So let's dive right into it. There are two types of splits. There's a forward split and there's a reverse split. The forward split is the most common. The reverse split we'll talk about later on. But let's assume that Apple, well, in this case, Apple did a four for one stock split. Let's assume that you have 100 shares of Apple and the current price of Apple is $400 a share. In a four for one stock split, what happens is now you get 400 shares. So for every share, you get four. So you now have 400 shares. But the price of the stock now gets divided by four. So instead of the price of being at $400 a share, it becomes $100 a share. If you notice, the value of your stock holding doesn't change, but just the number of shares and the price of those shares changes. Let's go further. Let's, let's assume that you're having a dinner party and you have four guests at your dinner party and you have one cake. Uh, and you're going to cut that cake into four pieces, one slice for each uh, uh, guest. Now, let's further assume that now instead of four guests, you have eight guests coming over, but you still have that same cake. So in this situation, you're going to cut your cake into eight pieces. Now, each person now ends up getting a smaller piece, but the size of the cake actually does not change. That same principle applies in the stock split. The size of the cake in this uh, example doesn't change, but the slices of those cakes actually change. Uh, the slices of those pieces actually change. So why do companies split their stock? For one thing, a high stock price creates a barrier to entry. So for example, look at Amazon. Amazon stock price is over $3,000 a share. So if you wanted to buy just one share of Amazon, it would cost you over $3,000, which is a pretty high amount for a small investor. Another reason why is because it's hard to diversify. So for example, take the shares of Berkshire Hathaway, the one price one share of Berkshire Hathaway costs almost $300,000. So if you've got one or two shares, let's say 300,000 or 600,000, and you wanted to diversify, it becomes very difficult, especially if your portfolio size is not that much larger than your holdings of Berkshire Hathaway. Another reason why companies do stock splits is because it creates a loyalty program. So for example, Nike and Starbucks are notorious for doing a lot of stock splits because they recognize that if they create a low barrier to entry, then more people will buy their stock and those individuals will be loyal to that brand. Because even if you own just one share of Nike or one share of Starbucks, you're most likely, you're going to be more inclined to use that product versus a competitor's product. So what is a reverse stock split and is it good for investors? A reverse stock split is just the opposite of a forward split. So for example, in 2011, Citigroup did a one for 10 reverse stock split, which meant for every 10 shares a person had, they had to relinquish them and get one share. In that situation, the price of Citigroup at the time was $4.50 a share. And then after the reverse stock split, it became $45 a share, but the investors got actually fewer shares. So what's the motivation behind a reverse stock split? First off, if you ever encounter a reverse stock split, that's a warning sign for you as an investor because that means the stock price is declining and the company is trying to artificially inflate their stock price. 
in the case of Citigroup, that's exactly what they did. Their stock price was declining so much and it was about to get delisted. So they wanted to artificially inflate the stock price, which they did. It went up to $45 from $4.50. However, it continued to slide after that. And if you look at a historical chart, you'll see that Citigroup has never recovered from that that reverse stock split. Now, the most important question is, how does a stock split affect your cost basis? Let's assume that years ago, you bought Nike stock, you bought uh, for $5,000, you bought 100 shares at $50 a share. Now the price of Nike is $120 a share. So you have 100 shares times 120, that's $12,000. The value has gone from $5,000 that you initially paid to $12,000. And now Nike decides that they want to do a two-for-one stock split. So you have 100 shares. Now those 100 shares become 200 shares. And the price of stock at the stock split is 120. Now it becomes $60. So as you can see, the value doesn't change. You still have $12,000. But now you have 200 shares of Nike at a cost of 60 versus what you had before of 100 shares of Nike at a cost of 120. Now, what about the cost per share? Even though your cost, your total cost basis remains at $5,000, your total cost per share now becomes $25. So that's very important to know because when you sell your stock, it's the cost per share that matters because that's when it's going to determine your capital gains or losses. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the ACAP Recap where we go behind the blog and talk about some of the questions that we get most commonly asked by our clients and our prospects. If there's a topic we haven't covered and you want to hear us talk about, please contact us, mention us in the comments, and we'll be happy to address that topic in the future. In the meantime, please subscribe, like, and share our videos. Until next time, thank you again.